Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know we've been learning about Saul, Israel's first king. Before we continue our story of Saul, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been given instructions to follow? Maybe you've been given instructions by your parents on what you need to do before bedtime, or how to behave at the dinner table, or how to treat your friends and siblings. Maybe you've been given instructions by a teacher in school or a Sunday school teacher at church on how to raise your hand if you want to ask a question or how to listen when the story is being told. We are given instructions all the time. Did you know that God gives us instructions too? God gave the Israelites instructions in the Ten Commandments on how to follow Him and serve Him. When we follow God's instructions, we obey Him. When we choose not to follow God's instructions, we disobey Him. God loves us so much, and because He loves us, He has given us instructions that we might have wisdom on how to live a good life that brings glory to Him and His name. King Saul was chosen as king to lead the people of Israel, and part of being a king was following God's instructions. God gave King Saul specific instructions on how to rule the Israelites and be a good king over them. But sadly, as we will see yet again, Saul chose to disobey. You see, there was another enemy of the Israelites besides the Philistines that had not been good to them while they were in the desert on their way to the promised land. The name of this enemy was the Amalekites. Can you say Amalekites? The Amalekites fought against the Israelites while they were in the desert on their way to the promised land. They were cruel and evil and worshipped idols instead of the one true and living God. God gave Saul specific instructions on what he wanted Saul to do. He said to Saul, I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to Israel when they waylaid them as they came up from Egypt. Now go, attack the Amalekites and remove them completely and everything that belongs to them. Get rid of the evil of the Amalekites. So Saul summoned the men and mustered them to him. 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men from Judah. Saul went to the city of Amalek and set an ambush at the ravine. Then Saul attacked the Amalekites all the way from Havilah to Shur to the east of Egypt. He captured the king of the Amalekites and kept for himself the best of their sheep and cattle and the fat calves and lambs. Everything that he saw was good for himself. Now, what had the Lord told Saul to do? Didn't the Lord tell Saul to remove everything of the Amalekites, even the animals that belonged to them, so there would be no evil left in the land? Oh dear, it does not seem that Saul followed God's instructions. Isn't this the second time we have seen Saul disobey the Lord? In our last story, Saul offered the sacrifice unto the Lord when it was not his place to do so. 
and now he is keeping the best of the animals of the Amalekites for himself, when the Lord told him to remove all the evil of the Amalekites, even the animals that belonged to them. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, and the Lord said, I am grieved. Do you know what it means to be grieved? It means to be sad, even deeper than sad. It means to have a heart that is hurting, broken, and in pain. God's heart was broken over Saul's disobedience. He said, I am grieved that I have made Saul king because he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. This made Samuel upset. Samuel's heart was troubled and he cried out to the Lord all that night. Early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he was told, Saul has gone to Carmel. There he has set up a monument in his own honor and has turned and gone on down to Gilgal. Oh, true seekers, let's stop for just a moment and think about what Saul did. He set up a monument in his own honor. A monument was something that was built with stones and set up where everyone could see it as a way of remembering someone or something that happened. Saul had built a monument for everyone to remember him and honor him. He did not build a monument unto the Lord, but unto himself. When Samuel reached him, Saul said to him, The Lord bless you. I have carried out the Lord's instructions. But Samuel said, Why then do I hear this bleating of sheep in my ears? What is this lowing of cattle that I hear? Saul answered, The soldiers brought them from the Amalekites. They kept the best of the sheep and cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God, but we removed the rest. Did you hear that, true seekers? Saul said to Samuel, The Lord your God. Saul was no longer even claiming God as his own God. Stop, Samuel said to Saul. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me, Saul replied. Samuel said, Although you were once small in your own eyes, did you not become the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel, and he sent you on a mission saying, Go and completely remove those wicked people, the Amalekites. Why did you not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and keep it for yourself and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? But I did obey the Lord, Saul said. I went on the mission the Lord assigned to me. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder, the best of what was devoted to God, in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Gilgal. Oh, true seekers, did you hear what Saul said again? He still doesn't get it. Only partly obeying God is not really obeying him at all. Then Samuel said something very serious. He replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as he delights in obeying the voice of the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned. 
I have violated the Lord's command and your instructions. I only did it because I was afraid of the people and I gave in to them. They were the ones who wanted me to do it. Come back with me so that I may worship the Lord. Samuel knew that Saul's heart was not sincere, and he said, I will not go back with you. You have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you as king over Israel. As Samuel turned to leave, Saul caught hold of the hem of his robe and it tore. Samuel stopped and turned around to look at Saul, and he said, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today, just as my robe has been torn, and he has given it to one of your neighbors, to one better than you. He who is the glory of Israel does not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. Then Samuel left for Ramah, his home, but Saul went up to his home in Gibeah. Until the day Samuel died, he did not ever go to see Saul again. Though Samuel mourned for him, and the Lord was grieved that he had made Saul king over Israel. Dear truth seekers, what truth do we find in this story? God told Saul that obeying his word from the heart is better than any outward actions he could perform. God had told Saul what he wanted him to do, and Saul, instead of listening to the Lord, placed himself first. Saul did what he thought was right instead of what God's word told him was right. We must be very careful. As a truth seeker, you are learning the truth of the Bible. The Bible is God's word to us. It's the way God speaks to us today. We may not have a Samuel speaking God's word to us like Saul did, but we do have the Bible. That is why reading God's word and knowing the truth in the Bible is so important. Without knowing what the Bible says, we won't know truth. And if we don't know truth, how can we obey God? We can't do just whatever we think is right on our own. We need God's truth. We need to know what God says is true. And the only way we can find that is in His Word, the Bible. If our hearts are not ready to obey His Word, then we will grieve God's heart just like Saul did. There will be many people in the world trying to give you instructions and tell you that they have the answers. But if their answers do not come from God's Word, then it's not truth. Psalm 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. What does it mean to hide God's word in your heart? It means to read it, to memorize it, and to think about it all the time so that you always have it near you. When you keep God's word close to your heart, you will know the truth, and the truth will help guide you and help you to obey God and make wise choices. Saul's heart was in rebellion to the Lord. He did not see God as his God. Every time he said to Samuel, your God, it showed that Saul was not in a close relationship with God. God wants to be your best friend. He wants to be your God. He is not just your parents' God or your teacher's God or your pastor's God. He wants to be your God. Will you let him be your God today? Will you surrender your heart fully to Him? If you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and has forgiven you, then you are a child of God and God is your God. 
God is looking for hearts that are fully surrendered to Him, hearts that love Him and are willing to obey. In our next episode, we are going to learn about a man who had a heart after God, a heart that was fully surrendered to Him. Do you know who it is? You'll just have to listen to next week's episode to find out. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much that we can say today that you are our God. Father, you are my God and I worship you and you alone. Father, thank you for giving us your word so that we may know the truth. I pray that we would keep your word close to our hearts by reading it and memorizing it and thinking on it. Your truth keeps us safe from the lies that the enemy would try to tell us. Help us to know your truth and practice your truth and obey your word. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you that you have covered us and that you call us holy. You call us righteous. And so we obey not to earn your righteousness or not to earn your holiness or not to even earn your love. We know we already have your love. We have your forgiveness. We obey you because we love you and because you love us. Lord, we know we're not going to be perfect and we know there will be times where we mess up and we make mistakes and where we will disobey. But we do thank you for your forgiveness in those times when we have disobeyed. Father, forgive us for the times we've rebelled against you. Forgive us for the times where we've gone our own way and done our own thing. Forgive us for the times where we have not wanted to listen to you. We thank you that there is mercy and grace and that you forgive us and you help us to follow you. So we love you and we bless you and we praise your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.